You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live, I'm your host, Father Craig Holcalter, Principal of Trinity Junior High and High School, along with Mike Kidrowski. Thanks for Thanks for hosting again, Father. Thanks for inviting us to your school to set up the studio. Always good to be here. It is. Uh, thank you for that, Mike. It's a, it's a pleasure and really a privilege to be uh, in a school and, you know, to set up the studio for, for the radio programming. We are at halftime. It's been a wonderful show so far. Uh, and thank you to you listeners for your commitment to Real Presence Radio and to tuning in to Real Presence Live before we head into our, our next segment. Uh, which will be a very, uh, a very good, practical, and, and I think directive uh, segment with Father Jordan Dosh. Um, we're going we're gonna to speak with him next. I want to invite you all, listeners, to visit the website, realpresenceradio.com. That's one word, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. You can check out a whole host of podcasts uh, relating to your faith on just about any topic you can think of in, in the Catholic uh, Church uh, find a podcast of daily shows like this one. This one's being recorded if you want to tune in to myself and, and Mike Kierowski once again. Uh, nominate your favorite priest for a, a dozen donuts and do a lot more. Uh, be sure to check it out, listeners, realpresenceradio.com. It's a wonderful website and so many tools. And, and I think that's the direction we're going, Mike. We're speaking, uh, not in studio, but he's near and dear to us, uh, Father Jordan Dosh the Director of Vocations for the Diocese of Bismarck. Uh, Father Dash, good morning, and thanks for your time this Wednesday morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, real quickly, uh, Father, because I think maybe the title is, is thrown around, especially for our, our, you know, our, our, the lady that are listening, but talk to us just in brief. You, you were uh, the chaplain, and, and, and you, you taught religion here uh, to juniors and seniors at Trinity High School for the past three years, your first few years of priesthood. Uh, and now you moved into uh, vocation work. Uh, talk to us about your duties now, your tasks now. You work for the bishop in the Diocese of Bismarck. Uh, what's it been like? And, and tell us, tell the listeners uh, what you do as Director of Vocations. Yeah, uh, thank you for that question. It's been a good transition. Um, so my new role, as you mentioned, is uh, the Director of Vocations or the Vocation Director for the Diocese of Bismarck, uh, which means um, it's kind of two parts. I'm in charge of the men who are in formation, who are studying to be priests, that's kind of my first priority. So um, the ones who have already been accepted and are in the period of formation leading up to, to priesthood, so those, um, you know, six to eight years or so of formation. So I meet with them, uh, talk with them, visit them, uh, make sure that they're uh, becoming uh, the best possible priests uh, that they can be, helping them with that discernment process uh, that they're going through. So the first is kind of, uh, the cultivation of the seminaries that we have. And then uh, the second is to uh, meet with any young person who uh, thinks about or has a, a potential vocation to the priesthood. So I travel around the diocese, uh, the different high schools. I was just at Trinity uh, probably over a month ago now. Uh, meet with people, talk with anyone who has questions about uh, the possibility of a vocation and uh, kind of see where they're at and if they're ready, uh, then help walk them through the, the application process. So it's uh, working with, uh, specifically, uh, young men who are discerning a vocation to the priesthood. Father Dash, the, the, a theme of today's show with, with Mike and I has been hope. 
And, and although I, I, we want to bring you on and we want to hear your insights as a priest in preparing for Mass as Catholics, uh, uh, both as what you do and what priests do, and then you know how in turn how, how lay men and lay women should prepare for what is the source and summit of our faith, the Eucharist, and, and the time of worship at, at the Holy Mass. Um, and I know that plays a central role in, in vocation work. Uh, but, but I would say, you know, Father, as you're just kind of months into your, in your new duties, it, it must be a source of hope for you to speak with young men, you know, who are discerning the priesthood, mm-hmm. who are in formation. They come back from seminary and they're, they're full of joy. Can you talk, just allude to, I know we're going off script, but can you talk to us a little bit just to, uh, th- hope's been our theme and, and what does that do for you and your vocation of, of speaking yeah. with these young men? You know, that, that's, um, I think, honestly, been one of the biggest graces in this new role. Oh, good. Just see, seeing how God works in, in other people, uh, and then it can kind of help you understand how it's happening in your own life. Um, so, you know, as vocation director, uh, my predecessor always said that you have a front seat to kind of how God is working in young men's lives. So it's, it's a beautiful opportunity to kind of be there for them and to remember where you were at in those moments. When you were kind of, um, uh, you weren't lost, but you were kind of confused, just kind of wondering how this was going to play out, uh, you know, wondering kind of what side of the vocation you were going to fall on. And, uh, you know, just to be able to speak with them, to, to hear how their prayer is going, how their discernment is going uh, with their, their spiritual director. Uh, so you really have um, a front seat to how God is working in these young men's lives, uh, which obviously just, you know, brings me uh, a lot of uh, hope. Um, you know, a, a great priest in our diocese, uh, passed away a couple of years, Monsignor Walsh. He became vocation director when he was 63 years old. <laughs> so he was, uh, you know, 30-some years older than I am. Uh, and, and at the end of his time being vocation director, he wrote a book called God Still Calls. And it's just, uh, you know, a beautiful thing that, um, to see that God continues uh, to provide for his people. You know, he answers that request of uh, sending out labors to the vineyard. Uh, so just to see how he does it is just really beautiful, and it always brings me a lot of hope because, you know, I can do a ton of stuff. I can run around. I can give a ton of talks. I can, you know, meet with a lot of people. But when it comes down to it, it's when that young man gets the courage to pick up the phone and give me a call and says that he wants to join. And that's not something that I can control. But it still happens in our diocese, which uh, just gives me great hope. That's that's I like that a lot. Thank you for that encouragement, Father. Uh, and and I, I assume as it has for me and it did in your life, and um, not every time, but but certainly close. Uh, there is some component of the Eucharist, the sacramental life, certainly mm-hmm. confession, which is our next segment with Father Wayne Sattler, uh, the pastor of St. Anne's in Bismarck. Uh, but the the centrality of the Mass. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit in your life as a priest. You know how vital that is as you come to celebrate Mass. It's unique because you're not in a pastoral role of a parish, um, but you're, you, you specialize. But even in your vocation work, you know, tell us in your, in your personal uh, life how you prepare for Mass and, and how that feeds into you celebrating the Holy Mass for the people. Yeah, yeah. So Mass is an absolute non-negotiable. Uh, it should be for all priests. You know, uh, whether or not I have a public Mass in a parish, or I just have a private mass by myself. Um, it's it's non-negotiable. Uh, the Second Vatican Council speaks of the Eucharist as the source and summit of our faith, and uh, growing in that relationship, uh, specifically through um, devotion to the Eucharist and practice of mass, 
is uh, what really aids in our relationship with God. Um, so first and foremost, um, you know, I take a look at my day. So <laughs> uh, like you said, I'm not in a parish, so my schedule is kind of all over the place. You know, sometimes I have Mass out at Mary, sometimes I have Mass at Cathedral, sometimes I'm filling in somewhere else. So, you know, the day before, I take a look and I say, okay, when am I having that? Uh, and then, you know, kind of plan my day around that, uh, because it is non-negotiable. Um, so let's say, for example, I don't have anything scheduled. So um, I, you, you have to get into a routine, uh, and mine is, you know, I wake up, I pray for an hour uh, in the chapel, which uh, kind of uh, readies myself, uh, kind of brings a lot of peace so that I can uh, receive what God is willing to give me through the Mass. So pray for an hour, kind of get ready for the day, and then uh, celebrate Mass, and then kind of get off to work. So one of the biggest things is just um, looking at your day and making sure that Mass is non-negotiable, and then fitting the rest of the day kind of around that. So that's kind of the first thing, yeah. Yes, thank you for that, Father Dosh. And and again, folks, if you're just joining us, we're live from Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm sitting here with uh, Father Craig Holkalter, the Dean of Students at uh, Trinity High School. And we're visiting with uh, Father Jordan Dosh, the Director of uh, Vocations with the Diocese of Bismarck. Father Dosh, I am uh, just thinking of our listening audience and uh, there is a young man out there right now saying, I don't know if I'm being called. Uh, gee, I, I, I uh, am, think I'm on fire for my faith. I have a lot of energy. Um, but am I being called? And, you know, God's mm-hmm. call to a young man or not necessarily a young man. Uh, there's several uh, in our diocese. Uh, I, I, I know of two, at least, that... Uh, this was their second uh, vocation. They had, they had a, a business previous, and they answered the call to become a priest. And so there's, uh, God calls those folks, those men, in many different ways. And how, how can I, as a young man that says, uh, geez, I, yeah. I, I am faithful, how, uh, what... What wisdom can, do you have for us yeah, yeah, in yeah. that situation? Yeah, so first and foremost, I mean, if you're waiting for kind of a, a terrific event to happen in your life, you know, you want the, the stars to align, you want the sky <laughs> to part, and you want God right. to come down and say, <laughs> right. you know, you should join the seminar. Like, if you're waiting for that to happen, you could be waiting for a long time. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's, not, it's not that God can't work in those ways. It's that um, he more so wishes to cooperate with our free will, and he works through subtle movements and peace in young man's heart uh, that eventually help them get to the seminary. So if a young man came and he goes, I don't know, you know, I'm thinking about it, and like, one of my first things to do is I look at him and I go, you know, how many young men your age are thinking about the priesthood? And he says, well, not many. And I said, well, why don't you take that as a sign? You know, God is putting this on your heart for a reason for you to think about and pray about. And the fact that other young men aren't, you know, could be a great sign from God that he's putting this on your heart to pray about it in a very specific way. Now I say, I'm like, listen, if you want a sign from God, here's your sign from God. Join the seminary, right? That, that's what you need. And, and so much of it is like that discernment and kind of that anxiousness of, you know, well, what am I going to be called to? That's the final goal, when in reality, the next step is just, you know, what's the next door that he wants me to go to? And that's, um, you know, whether or not you should join seminary. So, 
for me, uh, when I made the step to join seminary, uh, I wasn't quite sure whether or not I was called to be a priest, but I knew that uh, it was a question which I needed to answer. So I didn't want to be, you know, 50 years old, wondering if I could have been happier, or more fruitful if God was calling me to be a priest. So I just kind of thought, I'm young, uh, I'm going to give it a shot now. No matter what, that time's not going to be a waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to come out a better man, better father, better husband. So uh, to not be afraid to give it a shot, that those desires you have, God put them there for a reason. This isn't just you thinking about it, but that's ch- chance are that's how God's working in your life, that he's putting it on your heart for you to pray about it. So to just not be afraid. You know, the priest is a beautiful thing. I love being a priest. Father Craig, you're a great priest. We had three good years working together, and it's, you know, it's something that young men shouldn't be afraid to think about, to pray about. I want to echo, Father Dash, your, your, the boldness you bring, I mean, to the segment and the boldness you bring to your work, I think is so significant. I think it's so valuable. That's exactly what young men and women, fr- I mean, if they're discerning religious life, uh, frankly, they need yeah. is that, that bold invitation that uh, the Lord shows us. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, and, intentionally or unintentionally, you're, you're living out as a model. I mean, it's a wonderful, your boldness is wonderful. Yeah. I, 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 go ahead. Yeah, just, just give it a shot. You know, like, what's it going to hurt? You know, give, give it a shot. You're going to come out a better man, and that question is going to be answered. So you're, you're not going to, you know, wonder if it could have been different or if I should have done something different. You know, just give it a, like, if you want God to do something great for you, then, you know, do something great for him. He, he works, he cooperates with our free will. And if you're just discerning in this bubble of, you know, I don't want to join seminary because I want to date someone, and I don't want to date someone because I'm thinking about the priesthood, like, you know, nothing's going to happen. You know, you're just going to sit there and you're going to be paralyzed by your discernment. So, you know, give it a shot and uh, do something great for God. Father Dash, to those men that come to see you or, or, you know, in your duties and then, and also just with lay people, you know, their families and, and those people in the pews that are praying for vocations, praying for your work. Mm-hmm. As, and they're in the pews because they're at Mass, they're faithful, they're faithful. If that daily communicants, they go to Mass on Sunday to receive the Eucharist. What do you encourage those young men and, and, and really all people, you know, what are some traditional ways, what are some really concrete, practical yeah. ways you would offer to listeners, our listening audience this morning, to prepare for Mass so that, you know, prayer can be fruitful and, and that Mass can be, you know, life-giving on the spiritual level? Yeah, so I would say, first and foremost, is you got to be faithful. Mm. You know, you got you got to look look at your schedule. Take a good, honest look at your schedule, and you say, you know, what time of the day do I pray best at? You know, is there a chance that I can go to daily mass? Can I fit that into my schedule? And then, you know, as you go throughout your days, you know, weeks kind of come and go. There are there are days which it's easier to go to mass, days in which it's more difficult to go to mass. But if you do hold that mass as a non-negotiable, that that is. Um, you know, the, the avenue in which you're going to grow in your relationship with God, uh, that set it in your schedule, and then you know if you're missing it or you're doing something else during that time that you're not being faithful, right? So the big temptation is there's days in which it's hard to wake up. There's days in which you may not feel like you want to go to Mass, days in which you may feel like you may not want to pray. But God isn't, uh, as Mother Teresa always beautifully said, He's, he's not calling you to be fruitful. He's calling you to be faithful. You know, he's, uh, as Mother Teresa would say, you know, he's saying as if, uh, you know, will you love me even when it's hard? So um, the, the biggest thing that I can uh, encourage people is to just be faithful. Um, you know, whatever that is, if you, if you committed to 10 minutes of prayer as soon as you wake up, if you commit to go into daily Mass, 
just figure it out and be faithful to that time. So um, some things that I used to do before I was a priest, because it obviously kind of changed now that I'm celebrating Mass, mm. is that um, I would, I would uh, drive to the church in silence with the radio off. You know, um, there, there's certain things that can distract you from uh, Mass. So, like, I wouldn't look at my phone in the morning, um, and I would drive uh, to the church in silence. So there's maybe, uh, Father Craig, if you remember, there's a beautiful officer reading in which... Uh, I think it's of a saint. He's talking about uh, how he's being distracted in Mass. And then the other priest says, well, what were you doing before? What were you doing in the sacristy, right? What, what was your attention at before you were in the church? You know, were you on social media or listening to music or something that may cause you to be distracted during the Mass? So just try to maintain a, a prayerful attitude um, before you go into the church. Um, another great thing is, you know, the Magnificat or something to be able to follow along with the, the reading to help you pay attention better. Um, uh, a lot of great saints, St. John Henry Newman, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, both have beautiful prayers before Mass. Um, at Trinity High School, you know, we have the tradition of all the students kneeling and, and uh, reciting the John Henry Newman prayer uh, before Mass. So some sort of prayer that can steady your heart to be able to receive what you're going to experience at the Mass. So those would be some of my experience, you know, just to have some silence in the morning, uh, to be able to prepare yourself to follow the readings at Mass, to have a prayer that you recite before Mass, just to have that routine. All of that helps you uh, be faithful. Father Dash, we have a couple of minutes left. If For those that do do this, or those that are going to heed your words, uh, how how can they support you in your work of praying for vocations? So the mm-hmm. listening audience that that uh, go to go to mass perhaps daily or at least a couple times a week and certainly on Sundays, and and they do do what you're saying and you know they're very focused. How can they help? Um, yeah. What can they do to help your apostolate? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the great things is to see that you know a vocation isn't something that happens in a vacuum. This isn't just a discernment that the individual mm-hmm. does himself, mm-hmm. a young man. So. Um, Jesus commands the people, he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers to the vineyard, right? So he commands the people to pray to send out people who will minister for them, right? Uh, so if you're, if you're married or something, you know, uh, the thought of praying for priests should also be on your mind. You know, even though that may not be a, vo- a vocation for you, it's something that you can still pray for. So uh, first and foremost, continue to pray for it. And then secondly, just don't be afraid to talk about it, right? If you see it in a young man, don't be afraid to go up to him and say, you know, have you ever thought about being a priest? Um, so just uh, be normal. And that's a great thing. Our diocese has cultivated an attitude where it's normal for a young guy to think about the priesthood. So um, to pray for priests and uh, to not be afraid to talk about it are uh, two, two of the biggest things that the, the lay faithful can do for vocation. Father Dash, thanks for your time this morning. God bless um, behalf of Real Presence Radio. God bless your work, your apostolate as vocation director for the for the Diocese of Bismarck. We're going to continue down the sacramental road uh, talking about confession. Uh, the church encourages us on Sundays to go to Mass and on a monthly or, or, or maybe even more frequently to attend and make a good, honest confession. Uh, but I know there's fear in the way and there's obstacles in the way for that. So Father Wayne Sattler will be up next. Uh, for the final segment of Real Presence Radio Live this morning. Father Dash, thanks to you. Have a good day. God bless your work as vocation director. And those that are listening to our audience, we'll be back in just a few moments after this short break.
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 